Hey everybody, this is episode 37 of Hear Us Out, a podcast that discusses everything from fashion and lifestyle to why sweet corn is superior to cream. I'm your host, Allie. I'm John Paul. And this is David. Each episode, we will all pick topics of things we really enjoy, love, etc., and a topic of something we think is overrated or lame. Here we go. Yeah. Welcome to 37, y'all. Good, good to be here. Good to be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is, we're very... Uh, Mr. Rogers today. Yeah, yeah, we are. It's, like, it's a good time in the neighborhood. Yeah. Um, what's up with your life, Ellie? I am <laughs> just enjoying a new career. That's pretty much it. I started work at uh, Tulsa Works Goodwill this week, and uh, I'm just learning how to do that job and doing the doing the eight to five thing, you know. Hell yeah! Your life got your life got a bunch of new in it right now. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's a lot. <laughs> Living in Tulsa, got your own place, got a new job. That's a lot of new. It is a lot of the, new. They they say moving and a new job is like the two most stressful things. Yeah, I've heard that too. Are you stressed out? Mm. No, you know I am oddly not stressed, which is kind of freaking <clears throat> me out. I think I think I came from such like a stressful environment, not my mm. home life, but like um, my job life. So coming to this is like, meh. Yeah, hey, cool. No worries. Yeah. And like, everyone is really nice at my new job. Um, almost alarmingly nice. <laughs> so it's it's been really cool. They're all really really nice to me, and um, so it's not I'm not stressed at all, which is odd for me. Yeah, that's good. That's a good thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're stressed. You're stressed later, so you know take I'm making it while a, you can. a little bit more money. Yeah. Making a little bit more money than I was at the jail, so at least there's some upward momentum. So. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Well, Good news. Con- congratulations on your new Thank job. You guys. Thank you. David, what's up with your ass? Not much, man. Just doing the same shit up in Taipei. Uh, traveling around as much as I can. Uh, uh, teaching, teaching little kids how to speak English, even though a lot of them are better than I am. <laughs> um, of course, there are some that are worse, so I guess that's what keeps me in the job. And uh, and then you know just chilling out. Nice, nice. I like to imagine that those little kids who are better than you at English are kind of like the um, uh, Goodwill hunting versus the asshole professor, where he's kind of like all jealous <laughs> a little bit, you know? Yeah, yeah like he's, he's not a genius, but he worked really hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he can't he can't stand that this little kid is showing him up. Yeah, definitely. I, I wish it was like that, but it's more like like I, I teach an eight year old. And she she's really good at English, but she's eight, so <laughs> she'll just talk about like the most boring, longest boring stories you ever heard. Like I'll be like, "Oh, this is a shrimp," and she's like, "My mom, she really likes to eat shrimp, and, <laughs> but I know like when she she makes it into a salad, and then she and it's just like long boring. I was like, I don't care about your mom eating shrimp salad, Sharon. <laughs> <laughs> we got We got to move on. We got." 20 other words to learn today. Yeah. <laughs> you may know how to speak English, but you can't spin a good story. Shut up. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but she's, I really like her, but she is really smart, but she does have very long-winded stories. A lot of eight-year-olds do. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Sometimes they're cute, though, and like, and they just like go on and on and on and on, and, and but they look cute when they're telling the story. 
you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely they do look even and tell them the story. And you're just standing there in class, and it's like in the middle of class, so there's other, you know, 25 other kids listening, and you're just like, wow, Sharon. It's like, wow, Sharon. You, can, you can talk for a long time. <laughs> there's this other little kid named Henry. Oh, he runs up uh, the other day, and he's like, Teacher David, Teacher David. I was like, yes, Henry. He's like, I got something for you. And I'm like, oh, really, a gift? And he hands me this piece of paper, and it's a bunch of Chinese writing. But he, luckily, he, uh, he wrote it in English, translated it for me as well. And I'm, I'm like, it says, Teacher David is a children. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and like, they think it's funny to insult me in Chinese, and then write it in English so I know how they're insulting me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't really get the game. I think it's really fun, though. I'm like, oh, well, thank that's you a, very much. That's an awesome game. Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, and Teacher David, <laughs> guess what I called you today? Yeah. There's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> another one he didn't translate. I was like, what does this one say? He's like, oh, I did not know how to write in English, but it says Teacher David is a rooster. <laughs> I'm like, well, thank you very much, Henry. I love it. I'll keep it forever. <laughs> <laughs> you just throw it in the trash can right in front of him? Yeah. <laughs> No, sit down. <laughs> Henry's another really smart kid. Teacher David is a rooster. Yeah, just weird, weird insults like that. And I was like, I'm like, look, kids, if you're gonna insult me, you have to do it in correct English. This is not right. <laughs> you don't say Teacher David is rooster. It's wrong. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it's fun. All right. Uh, oh, my life. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> yeah, how's your life going, John? Uh, it's the same shit. <laughs> yeah. I just got back from Tennessee visiting uh, the folks oh, place. Yeah. And, yeah, how uh, was that? It was nice and pleasant. Uh, uh, Drama free, carefree, and uh, just shot off some guns, learned how to bake uh, chocolate chip cookies, and watched a lot of movies. Nice. Sounds like mom's house. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny because uh, everybody partakes in all the activities. We're very versatile. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> that sounds fun. Yeah, no, it was cool. It was, uh, it was much needed. Mm-hmm. I think so too. Yeah, but other than you that, you're a brook. Yeah, get a fuck a break. I watched all three Born, uh, Identity, and Ultimatum, whatever movies. Uh, you know, Mom's House is good for that kind of shit. Watch like old trilogies and shit. Yeah, <laughs> like... the only reason we watch them is because I've never seen them before. Oh, really? Yeah, Dad got a stack of DVDs from an auction. He was like, which one do you cool. want to see? And I was like, uh, well, one's The Notebook, and <laughs> and the other three are The Born Trilogy. So I've never <laughs> seen those. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Yeah. So, well, right on. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it long story. Uh, well, short story short, it was very relaxing, and it was nice to have. But mm. I do sound kind of like a, a, a nasally donkey now. Got that Tennessee ick. I got that Tennessee ick. I don't think I got sick. I just uh, I don't know. I'm all I'm all stuffed up. So mm-hmm. you know what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? Yeah. I feel a little stuffed up too. Of course, I feel like constantly always stuffed up. Cause it's just wet over there. Yeah, it's super wet. It's super hot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Super fucking hot. This like, past weekend was ridiculous, man. Oh. If you guys want to tell us about your life and what's been going on with you, or if you want to uh, want to ask us any questions or give us some topics that you want to get our hot take on, or give us your own hot take, whatever, uh, where can they email us? Uh, email us, Allie. Jesus, that's always so hard to say. Where can they email us? <laughs> yeah, that's hard. Email us, Allie. You guys, you guys can email us at podcast 
hearusout at gmail.com. And if email's not your thing, you don't want to log into your Gmail account, your Hotmail account, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Podcast Hear Us Out. Just look for the sad balloon. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. And we don't have any emails this time, but that's okay, because we need to get on with the show. Fade to black. Wait, if you guys want to say something. Oh, okay, fade to white. You want to say something? No. No, no. <laughs> fade to black. Uh, fade to white. Um, I guess... <laughs> um, so, I'm fucking first. Yeah. Guys, I, I love being first so much. Because <laughs> you really get to set the mood, you know? It's like I'm, I'm headlining for Kevin Hart. You guys are Kevin Hart, and I'm, I don't know. Jim Brewer. Yeah, sounds good. Jim Brewer. Yeah. When's the last time you thought about him? Never. Like, I don't know, since the last time I accidentally saw him. <laughs> since the last time he had a, his constant 30-minute uh, show on Comedy Central when we were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so we're negative first and positive last on this podcast, so this is uh, not negative. And, uh, excuse me, and uh, this is something I've put a, you know, I've had a lot of experience with, especially in recent years, just because of uh, my lifestyle. But it all, the last one started off at my honeymoon. Guys, I love my wife very, very much. You know this, mm-hmm. right? Yes. So, after the wedding, we went on this honeymoon, and we took that little catamaran, catamaran cruise, and um, I was looking at my wife over the ocean, you know, the, the waves sparkling off of her eyes, but then I looked mm-hmm. to the east, and there was dark clouds in the horizon and I said oh, there's a storm coming and Jess said what are you talking about and I was like you know <laughs> and uh, she didn't see the clouds and I decided not to press the matter but then I realized that those clouds were ominous foretellings some hallucinogenic uh, manifestations of my deepest darkest fear which is uh, last week Jess brought uh, Jess bought a new uh, dryer and washer mm-hmm. and um, and I had to hook up the dryer Ugh. Yeah, and so, like, it didn't come with a cord, so I put up the cord all together, bleep, bloop, blap, and I was like, cool, I'm so smart, and then I had to put the fucking dryer hose on, and I realized that that was the dark cloud, because there's always going to be another next time when I have to put those fucking hoses together, because I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it, nothing makes me more mad, and I'm talking about, like, mad like a little kid throwing a tantrum, I... Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, guys, like, first of all, like, why why are they so hard to cut? You know, every they, they really, really don't want you to have any 90 degree angles. And if you do have the 90 degree angle, then you have to have the brace and shit. But I was like, nah, man, I'm just going to do a straight shot straight from the back right into the hole. Bam. But uh, you got to cut it to size. And those things are fucking impossible to cut. <laughs> seriously, seriously, it's like crazy. It's like fucking 50 gauge wire, like just spiraling around. You can't, you don't have enough sharp tools to get through it. And, yeah. um, <laughs> but that's not even the worst part, right? I can I can deal with that. Just like you know, bend it back and forth. It's the fucking attaching it. It's attaching it to the hose. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, and I don't know. Like it was so bad that like it it came with little clamps. You know, the kinds that you just like pinch, put it around, mm-hmm. and then put the hose and the clamp on the outlet or whatever, and then let go of the clamp. So simple, right? Um, except it's not. And I threw the fucking clamp. I was so mad. like like we have a little tiny like laundry room alcove and i'm like behind the dryer like a little stupid harry potter and um 
and I like got so mad that I fucking threw it against the wall and it bounced back and hit me in the, in the knee. <laughs> and I was just like so frustrated. <laughs> and I know what you're thinking. It's like, next time, don't use the clamp. Use the little, and it's kind of like a metal zip tie thing, right? And you just pull it taut. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and now it's all fine and fucking dandy until you realize that the hose coming out of the goddamn wall is tucked so close to the wall that you can't even really get a grip on it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's Yeah, yeah. I also hate those little suggestions that people give. It's like, thank you. Now fuck off. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes sometimes they're useful. Sometimes they're useful. But, like, this one, I've, I've tried it. I've tried it fucking all, dude. I've tried it all, and none of it works. My advice to everybody is like get some get one of those pliers that lock and you can like screw the end of it i forget what they're called uh vice grips whatever mm-hmm. and then get the clamp ones get your little stupid vice grips and clamp it together and then you could just like finagle it like around the hose around the outlet whatever it's called and then just let go of that bitch you do that yeah 10 times in a row the 10th one might stick oh, God. <laughs> yeah that but, sucks yeah i don't know it's I know it's a really stupid, stupid topic, but uh, this was like the worst thing that happened to me in the last week. So, yeah. <laughs> no, no I, I get it, man. I've, I've had to put a, a fucking dryer hose on, and it is like I, I know, I know what you mean when you say mad like a little kid, because you're just mad because you can't fucking do it. So you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, just like super pissed. It's frustrating, so, man. It is. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree with you, man. <laughs> No, it's and it's embarrassing. Like I don't lose my cool with a whole bunch of shit, and in fact, I pride myself on not losing my cool, and make fun of other people for doing so. But mm-hmm. there are like certain little things, and this is the biggest one that makes me just lose my shit. <laughs> I can't do it. It doesn't matter. There's there's always some tiny little stupid problem that makes it last thirty minutes than it has to. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, you gotta like bend your wrists ways they won't like bend in your arms in that little space. Like yeah, okay, and then and then yeah. And then, you know what I mean? You just can't move your arms. Yeah, it's cramped, you know? Yes, it sucks. <laughs> yeah, it hurts It hurts your fingies. Fingies? I, uh, I don't like it, man. <laughs> it's not for me. What about you guys? Do you like uh, collect uh, connecting dryer hoses? No, absolutely not. Yeah. Ali has been kind of quiet. I think she likes it. I've only ever disconnected a dryer hose to, like, clean out the vents and put it back on. Well, I mean, that's, it's, that's it right there, bud. I, I don't know. It wasn't that bad, but that's one experience. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I got lucky because I would definitely be the same. I would be in the same boat because I also I already didn't like being back there. But um, <laughs> I'd watched like a video of a house burning down because of dryer lint, and I was like, "Fuck, gotta clean it." <laughs> so I was like cleaning it, and I was just like, I don't know. I, it was really easy, but it's like super old. And I'm sure there's a problem with it. I'm sure it's not on right. I'm sure something's <laughs> it's not doing its thing. But uh, no, it didn't bother me. That's good. <laughs> That's good. Um, like I've definitely had times that are better than others. This one was particularly bad. Um, just because of the way this house is built, you know, like a madman would build it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. And I don't know I I love just very much, but I'm just wait. I'm just waiting for the next time. I can't. <laughs> Hopefully it's a long time from now. Yeah, well, maybe it won't be. You know, maybe, yeah, maybe I'll have to not. do it. Maybe I'll have to do it pretty soon because that's uh, that's our plan, and um, I'm all fine with that. You know, we'll both be wearing our flannel shirts tied at the front and unbuttoned on top. You know, and our Daisy Dukes, and we're just cleaning and packing and stuff like that. Listening to I don't know what do people listen to when they dress like that? 
Shania Twain. Thank you. Shania Twain, best hits, of course. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cut the riffraff, I say. And, uh, <laughs> and then, yeah, but when we get to the new house, um, let's just say it's not going to be a housewarming party if I got to do that. <laughs> you know? <laughs> So, uh, David. Yo, what's up? Why don't you connect us back with positivity? The world of positivity. I will, yeah. I'll connect us right over to it. I was trying to think of a noise to connect, but I'll just go ahead and say it. My my positive like... Is that a redundant? Yes, it is. My like this this episode is... uh, I went to an amusement park, and I realized I haven't been to an amusement park since I went to Branson with John and his family. And that's the last time I went to an amusement park. And I think before that, I went to Branson with Allie <laughs> and Brandy and Megan. So I went to, that's the last one I went to. But I went to one in Taiwan called Leo Fu Village. Nice. And, uh, it was fun. It's for like little kids, it's got like five different sections. Of like a, it's got a, an Arabic, an Arabic theme. Then it's got a South Pacific theme, a Western, like that's Wild West to you, a Western theme. And uh, the other one is oh a zoo, and so it's got like animals and shit. And um, I realized that my my favorite thing to ride at an amusement park is the swinging ship, and that's my life today. Is the swinging ship. Classic. Very classic, and it's it's very simple. Literally, you swing on a ship, and I, I think I think you know ninety percent of the world has been on a swinging ship before, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd say. I mean, if you haven't, let me know, and you need to ride one. But it, it's like not very scary unless you're sitting at the very end and you like raise your hands and stand up. But yeah, I rode the swinging ship like four times <laughs> at the amusement park, mostly because I'm like, yeah, okay, I'm thirty-one, and I went with. Debbie and her family, and I guess her family, even her little brother for some reason, uh, they don't ride anything ever. Why <laughs> so, do you go uh, to an amusement park if you're not going to ride anything? I don't know. <laughs> I, was trying to, I was trying to figure that out when we got there. I was like, what? Am I the only one going to do any of this? But it was. It was just me the whole time. <laughs> like, we're riding all these rides as a 31-year-old man. I feel kind of weird, you know what I mean? Just like, sure. like should I be... <laughs> but it was still fun. I did it anyway. I'm like, okay, we're at an amusement park. Let's go. And um, so, yeah, I rode the swinging ship, and I realized it's my favorite. Because I think it is very nostalgic for me. Like, I didn't realize that until I got on it the first time. When we started, like, you know, you know, it always starts with the same noise, no matter if it's in Taiwan, Branson, or it's in Cincinnati at Kings Island. Uh, it always starts as, like, it's like, it, the tires, you can hear the tires, like, <laughs> and then it just gets louder and more, and it's like, and then like, inevitably, people start screaming, because it gets too high, you know what I mean? Which is the, the best part, I think, is people screaming. You're like, <gasps> and like, looking over, because you're facing the other side, and they're facing you. And you can look over, and when it starts to get too high, you always find the, the weak ones. <laughs> the ones that are like, that truly have fear in their heart and eyes. And I love to watch them, because it makes the ride that much better for me. <laughs> yeah, 
The swinging chips reminded me of my childhood when we go, used to go to Western Playland. And I used to ride the swinging ship like all the time, constantly. I guess because I loved it. I just forgot I loved it until this past weekend. So yeah, it seems super fun and it's not scary. And you get to scream. And yeah, watch, watch people be terrified and it's a good thing. I, I feel like the swinging ship is a very solid, solid ride. And you're right, you know what, it's like, it's so universal. It is literally everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's at fairs. And it's yep. at amusement parks, and they're always different themed, but they're always the same. They always yeah. make that sound. You're right. Mm. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's always the same sound. And I will ride that ride every time too. Like it does not matter to me at all. Yeah, it's fun. Do you, okay, do you like get on like oh I gotta get to the back? Like, oh yeah. To rush rush to the back every time. Even I'm 31 and I'm still like worried that I'm not gonna get in the back. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm gonna get there. <laughs> yeah. It's always disappointing so. when you get stuck in the middle. I know the middle's oh, so God, boring. No. Like you could be eighty and you still are like disappointed oh, that right. you're in the middle. Great. Now I gotta write it again. <laughs> <laughs> For me, the singing swinging ship is in like that pantheon of uh, like '90s esque. Like, well, I mean, really, just like carnival rides. Like, I don't know. Except you never see the swinging ship at a carnival, but it's like up there with a. I don't know what you call it, but it's like we call it the Himalaya. Yes. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And it's the thing that goes around in a circle, but it goes in like waves, and it basically pushes whoever is on the inside outside and squishes the outside person. Mm-hmm. Every and they play de- they play deafening music, right? Yeah, deafening yeah. music. Yeah, usually rock. I don't know. It's been a long time since I've been on one, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, you you take a date on there, and uh, Nirvana starts playing, and you get squished. It's nice. Yeah, yeah. You got to put the girl on the inside, so you accidentally squish her. Yeah. No, you gotta put her on the inside so she squishes you. No, no, you gotta. It's a, cent- it's a switch because no, it's a centrifugal no. force pushes everybody out. No, 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 because if she really doesn't want to touch you, she'll hold on and she won't move. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're on the inside, then you're like, "Oops, I slipped." Oh, it's I can't <laughs> hold on. <laughs> yeah. I never ever did that. I was always on the I, outside. I, I never thought. Of, I, this is the first time I ever thought of that. By the way. <laughs> okay. I, I never. I never planned that before. <laughs> like, oh man, I shouldn't have had that. I shouldn't have had those. Uh, that cotton candy. My fingers are so wet. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. can't hold on. But, but yeah, that that ride, swinging ship, and I don't know, like the eggshell ride. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, the one that spins like really Total fast. World. Tilt a whirl, thank you, yeah, Ali. That makes more so more sense. But yeah, and the the scrambler. Ooh, yeah, the scrambler is a good one. That one makes me mm-hmm. sick these days. I don't know. I like the Himalaya, and like I don't know if I just have like I can't go around in circles anymore. But I can't ride any of those those that we used to ride when we were kids. I or, can't. Like that one where you stick to the wall. Like, I can't ride that anymore. Oh, this no, like, it's always spaceship themed. Yeah, yeah, UFO. but they have the ones that are outside too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, the the roulette one. Yeah. Oh, that that's a great one, man. I oh, want yeah. to love that one. Yeah. I I, I I'm just like fucking motion sick now. I guess I don't know. I mm. I still have my iron stomach from when I was a kid. I'm jealous. Yeah. Yeah. I I I don't think I ever had an iron stomach when I was a kid, and it's the exact same now. Cause I can't <laughs> ride it. I can't ride it over and over and over. Otherwise, I'll definitely throw up. But that's been the same since I was a little kid. I I couldn't do it back then either. But yeah, the roulette is amazing. Yeah, yeah, I love roulette. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's it's right up there with swing and ship. But swing and ship had also has a special place in my heart, like you. Um, yeah, it's a uh, it's it's very exciting. Only if you're on the end, and uh, 
<laughs> and it's just like really fun. You're like you stand up when you're at the apex, and uh, yeah, yeah, you have that like moment of weightlessness. And, mm-hmm. and it's awesome when you have like, like your side of the ship is being like all crazy, and you get the other side of the ship to be all crazy, and you're all yeah, just it like, turns into, it turns into like a competition, right? A screaming yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like, ah! it's the swinging ship is more interactive with people in a way that other rides are not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Except for bumper cars. Yeah, bumper cars are so annoying. Oh, lady. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Lady's getting crazy up there. Yeah, bumper cars are super annoying, though. I I don't like bumper cars at all. I think it's a little boring, but I I think they're so fun. They just go around, yeah, I'm going to hit this person. (laughs) And then you move on. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, Ali said bumper boats, which I have only done in like very specific places. Um, Bobos. Bobos Adventure Zone. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's like any place with like go karts, bumper cars, uh, batting cages, like those kinds of places. And inside they yeah. have an arcade. Um, mm-hmm. I do love me some bumper boats though, but uh, probably not anymore. Yeah, I don't think I'd like those either. No, I, I don't honestly think. I think on, <laughs> to be really frank with you. The last time I rode bumper boats, I can't even remember, but I was with you guys, and we were all kids. I yeah. think it was at Bobo's. That's no. not El Paso, Texas. No, it, was, <laughs> probably. it was probably at Adventure Zone. That was right down the way of our house. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Hey. That's literally the last time. Do you know the Adventure Zone, the podcast? No. No? Um, uh-uh. do, do you know My Brother, My Brother, Me, the podcast? I've heard you talk about them. Okay. Well, it's a very, uh, very popular podcast podcast and they have another very popular podcast where it's a D&D uh, like real play D&D game okay yeah called the Adventure Zone and it was like a few episodes in like when they first started it they mentioned uh, the Adventure Zone in El Paso oh really yeah because uh, they just they didn't think this thing was going to take off but they kept making episodes and then they <laughs> yeah, they let, they were like making jokes about uh, like copyright issues Mm. And uh, they, they're I don't know. It's like something about them having to compete with a, uh, with an arcade in El Paso. I was like, holy uh, shit! Oh, they googled it. Yeah, they googled it, and they oh. that's what it came up with. And they they mentioned uh, th- this place where Dave and I used to fucking bike to uh, during the summer as kids. Mm-hmm. So we'll I'll go there and waste our five dollars <laughs> in like five minutes on arcades. If that, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then spend <laughs> the rest of the next hour hunting for tickets. Yeah, yeah, going to the token slots and trying to find tokens. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But yeah, swinging, shi- swinging ships are awesome. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. they are. So, Allie. Hello. Why don't you take us on a ride to a negative town? All right, y'all. So, this week my dislike and it's not inherently a bad thing but it's something I've never enjoyed and it's my first day at a new job and I think I think it's pretty universal I think even if you like the job your first day just feels disjointed and uncomfortable and you're meeting all these new people and your brain hurts and I have never enjoyed a first day at any job because I don't like feeling uncomfortable and like not knowing where the bathroom is um and I just started a new job, and I, I, I like it, and I'm, I'm getting comfortable. But my first day, I had orientation, and then 
I didn't know where the bathroom was, and it's a really big facility, and I don't know what I'm doing yet, and I don't like feeling like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, so... Yeah, it's always super awkward. Yeah. Like, I feel like your first day at a new school was okay, but, like, your first day at a new job, because everyone's kind of set in their ways, and they know what they're doing, and you're just, like, on the computer, like, uh, <laughs> like, well, hello? So, <laughs> I, I have, I've never enjoyed a first day at any job. The jail... I hated it. I hated my first day. I thought I was going to die. Um, this job that started Monday, I literally sat in my little cubicle and was like, am I going to get fired because I'm not doing anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's always the worst. I, the worst part about it is feeling um, like baggage, you know? Yes. Like, yeah. I, I hate... Useless. Yeah, absolutely useless. I hate having to shadow people because yes. you're right. You feel like you're not doing what you're supposed to do and like people are having to babysit you because you're new. Yes. And, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. Um, my most of my experience with this is following people at restaurants, chatting you know, like servers and stuff, awkwardly standing behind them while they take orders. I'm just like, I get it. I just have to do it. I'm sorry that I'm annoying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah, definitely. Like, okay, I'm okay. Yeah, the first day is always weird. I hate I hate having to meet everybody. You know, on the first day, I'm comfortable in like two months, which is maybe a long time. I don't know. But like two months, maybe three months, but um, is when I truly am myself at work with my coworkers. But I, yeah. I hate like meeting everybody new. It's like, oh, yep, I'm the new guy. It's like, yeah, I'm gonna be here for a while. Yeah, <laughs> and, you know, it's just like that. That voice is what that reminds me of like meeting new people your first day, even the first week. <laughs> yeah, I'm alone. Oh my it's gosh, like, okay. I know. And they're like, how you, how you, uh. How you finding the place? How you fitting in? It's like, yeah. oh, I like it. What am I going to say? He's like, no, this shop fucking sucks already. I'm having some reservations. <laughs> yeah, I, I regret I regret this whole week. I wish I never took this shit job. And now I can't go to back to that other job. You know, you can't say that. You're just like, no, it's good. It's good. I like, people seem nice. and you know, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm figuring it out. Yeah. Especially, like, talking to other, like, managers. Because they know that you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. They're like, oh, you're liking it so far? It's like, well, I've done nothing but stand here and <laughs> look at other people work. So, no. Yes. I don't <laughs> like it so far. That's, <laughs> yes. That's the worst. Like, my, my very first day, the first half of the day, I was uh, doing, like, orientation videos and paperwork. And then I went to lunch and came back and they showed me to my cubicle. And literally, I just sat down and was like, what am I supposed oh, to do? Oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I couldn't even log in on my computer yet. Even though oh, if no. I like log into my computer, I'm really not sure what the fuck I'm doing. And so yeah, I'm just like yeah. sitting there, and people walk, walk by and they're like, "Oh, hi!" And I'm like, "Hello." <laughs> you like, found me. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, they're like, "Oh, your name's Alexander." I'm like, "Yeah, but you can call me Allie." And I had to say it to everybody, and like, how do you spell that? And I'm like, <laughs> but this this place is so big, like it's like six different buildings. Oh. Ooh. It's like it's like a really really big um, Goodwill Industries, and so there's like you know uh, a different kind of job connection thing. My side of the building, which is Tulsa Works, there's the donation center. It's like a processing plant for the donations, so it's huge. And then there's HR and accounting, and I met so many people. And they're like, "How are you liking it?" And I'm like, "I've been here for seven hours. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, th- but they they don't know what to say either. They're just trying to say anything to you to like because they have to. It would be weird yeah. if they didn't. Yeah, yeah. I, I always know. always make it a rule of mine whenever someone new joins 
a company, I don't talk to them for a week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know what the hell they're doing. And then maybe maybe after two weeks, three weeks, I'm like, okay, now they're more comfortable. I'll talk to them. I, I, I finally, I don't know if like working to jail has helped me. Because like today I, I got some paperwork on my desk and I had no idea what to do with it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not I'm just going to sit here with my thumb up my butt. And I was like, what do I do with this? To my cubicle mate, my cubicle friend. I don't know what you call that. Um, Partner. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, I just was like, I'm done, just like being like the awkward, timid, new person. <laughs> it's just like just asking questions now. I'm just trying to get the information out of them at this point. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I don't like it. I do. I do good, not like the first day. Like that awkward thing where you just kind of stand there and you're not sure what to do with your hands <laughs> and you're just like looking at everybody. And you're yeah, like, yeah, definitely. Hey. Yeah, it, <laughs> it especially sucks that they don't give you direction like that. You know, like, if they're going to, like, walk me through the entire day, like, I'll just, you know, make my cheekbones tired by, like, grimacing a smile the entire time. But if they say, like, all right, yeah, this is your desk, and they sit you down, and they put you in that situation, like, that you're in, I'm like, fuck. I don't know. (laughs) And, like, like I was saying before, like, I don't want them to walk on my desk, and I'm just, like, sitting there. Staring at a black screen. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because I'm like... Listen, it's not my fault. Don't fire me. I don't know what I'm doing yet. So I've read like the same pamphlet like 15 times. Like, <laughs> oh my god. I did. I did get some training videos yesterday. That's good. So that was yeah. good. But for the most part, it's a lot of like uh, trying to figure out how to space things in the day. Like what did they give me? Because I'm like, I don't know. It's so, like I should do this in one hour. That That's way, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, that first day, I I cannot stand my like even at the jail. I remember there's like at the jail there's this one space where every new person stands. Like it's just like you gravitate towards it, I guess. And like the jail is super intimidating, obviously because it's a secure facility. Like you cannot go through a door without someone someone literally opening it for you, mm-hmm. um, from you know the clouds. Um, so you're like, and you like if you've never used a radio before, it's really intimidating, and so you're just like, I don't yeah. know how to get to the restroom. Like, <laughs> do I say Roger first or last? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that, I mean, my first day at the jail was just like, it was so uncomfortable. I think <laughs> yeah, that's definitely. it. I just don't like being uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's it's an uncomfortable situation. Anything yeah. anything unknown and unfamiliar is a little uncomfortable. Definitely. Yeah, especially like if your coworkers have worked together for a while, and you're just like this person who's like, "Hello." <laughs> oh, dude, there's more on that. Like, that's the fucking worst for me because that just takes me back to middle school and high school. Oh. <laughs> it's starting a new job and then having to walk up to somebody. It's like if you have a shared lunch or something like that, or like, Ugh. and you're like, "Hey, can I be your friend?" Yeah, 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 definitely. It's I, like, I hate that. How do you break into groups? Like all, all the other servers have their inside jokes, and and you're all you're thinking about is like Star Wars theory. So like nobody wants to hear that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I um, got really lucky with my lunch because um, we all take lunch pretty much the same time, and there's this girl that started like eight days before me. And she invited me to their little lunch group, and I was like, oh, thank God. Thank, yeah, that's, that was just gonna eat in my little cubicle. Like that's a godsend. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can come home, but I like I, I want to like you know be a part of the team. So. Yeah, it's 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 a good idea to stay for lunch. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, you have a team build, and then they get to know you, personal level, shit like that. But yeah, yeah. So, for so for the I job, was, it's a good idea. I've been sitting with them, so that was good. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna have to like. 
because it's a really big break room, but it's mostly for like the people who work in the process center. And I was like, am I going to go in there and just sit alone? <laughs> or am I going to sit alone in my cubicle and look really sad? <laughs> like I have no friends, which is the truth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You just got to own it. I remember my first day when I got hired at um, Seattle Pacific University, SPU. It was really annoying. I hated that first day because it was exactly what I said I don't like. I just had to meet all the like the stupid university people. Oh yeah. <laughs> and they're all not all of them are stupid except for most of them. Most of them are. <laughs> I, I didn't like meeting. I was like, okay, I'm like my manager who I also did not get along with very well. Um, she's like, okay, we're gonna go meet. First, we're gonna meet up with admissions. She's like, but I can't go to that one. So I set you up a meeting from from ten to eleven. I was like, so you set me up a meeting without me knowing to sit awkwardly with people that I don't even know what the fuck to talk about. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I just like to sit there and be like, you know, I'm a caterer. <laughs> like, what, whatever you need, just order it from me. If you have any changes, tell me about it. Or if you want something different, talk to me. <laughs> and I'll give it whatever the fuck you want. I'll make sure it's there on time. That's my job. <laughs> That's my what do you job. want? What do you want? <laughs> you need something fucking catered, dude? Cause Go away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I hate that feeling. Like, yeah, no, I'm a caterer. I'm the catering manager. That's what I do. What? Yeah. What do you need to know? <laughs> <laughs> Which one of you assholes is confused about that? Yeah. You email me. I give you the food on time. Boom. That's it. If that goes wrong, then we can have a meeting about it. <laughs> why, why am I sitting here awkwardly trying yeah. to talk oh, to you man. like arrogant fucks? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, told, I totally feel you, Ali. I, I don't like it either. Yeah, my, the biggest question I've been getting is, uh, like, what is your background in? And I just say, oh, yeah, my background's in corrections. And they're like, oh. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay. Like, grading papers? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm like... I'm like, I don't know if you're, like, shocked that I got this job or if you're shocked that it's me. Like, I'm saying I was in corrections. And then they, like, if they're really interested, they'll be like, oh, what did you do in corrections? I was like, well, I started as a detention officer, and then I was the jail commander. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah. No. <laughs> jail commander. And now they're like, you work here? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm versatile. <laughs> and I so tell them, I'm like, I'm like, honestly, it's not that different of a job. And they don't believe me. I'm like it's social. It's also like social services, even the jail. Like you know, you have to be a little bit meaner sometimes at the jail, but it's the same thing. It's the same gig. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, this way I just don't get like poop thrown at me. Yeah. And they yeah, always yeah. ask me that question: What is the craziest thing that's happened to you at the jail? And I'm like, you, I don't even know it's where all, to start. It's always the poop story, damn it. I did tell a poop story today, and like, she seemed really weirded out by it, and I was like, you should have gone with something a little bit more. Yeah, a little, little less poopy, yeah. <laughs> told her i was like that's not even the craziest thing that's just like the first thing that came to my mind because it happened on new year's day like (laughs) it's how i brought in the new year this year (laughs) jesus but like they get they're really shocked by that i've I've related with a lot of people because all of them have visited eureka springs Mm -hmm. um so they're like oh yeah we ate here and here i'm like oh yeah (laughs) cool sparky's good good I get a lot of like rock and pig and I'm like yeah yep yep <laughs> but no I just I hate I hate being the new person I really do mm-hmm. yeah, me too it's, it's my like right yes yes it is 
Hey guys, uh, stupid transitional puns aside, you know what my like is this week? What is it? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Let me me tell you. Um, uh, It's short, it's sweet, unless you guys have a lot to say about it, but it's, um, it's farmer's markets. Nice. Yeah, uh, yeah, farmer's markets, very chill. (laughs) (laughs) I know, it's, uh... (laughs) Farmers markets are super fun for many reasons. Uh, I just like going to farmers markets because it makes me care more about my food, and I don't mean like uh, it's sustainable and you're, you're organic, I don't know, shit like that. It's just like if you have to go and like go to, not just like roll out of bed and like put on some pajamas and go to Walmart like uh, the rest of the trailer park. <laughs> just kidding. I go to the trailer. I go to not trailer park. I go to Walmart. I'm not talking shit. <laughs> don't at me. Um, I don't know. It's it's like fun to go like on the weekend and like really explore the food options there. And it's like all raw ingredients, and you're not gonna find any Velveeta. And that would be kind of cool though, right? If you found some like this is North Carolina cr- uh, curated Velveeta. Yeah, organic <laughs> Velveeta. Yeah, <that> <laughs> <amazing>. <laughs> organic Velveeta. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, you just go and you look through all the stalls, and you could like get like candles and uh, soap and stuff. It's not all just food. I always want to buy a bouquet of flowers. Um, I used oh, to... Yeah. So yeah, I'll give it like... Because um, uh, North Carolina has some fantastic uh, farmer's markets. They do this like state-funded thing where they have like like state-ran um, farmer's markets. And um, oh. and so they're just like massive. At least the one that uh, by Charlotte <laughs> is. And uh, it's every weekend and they have all sorts of shit there. Um... Uh, lately I've been treating myself to some meats, local meats. Oh. Uh, man, this last time I went, um, I went through this one line and I got just like a couple items that were left on my, uh, my list. Um, cause I'll like make my recipe or like choose my recipes at the beginning of the week and then go on Saturday to get all the produce from the farmer's market. If I go, I don't go every single weekend, but, um. But I went through this line and I just had a couple items and I got to the end and they're like, oh, we have a we have a ten dollar minimum on cards. I'm like, ah, shit. All right, let me go uh, shop some more. I'll find something. And so I left all my shit up there and I'm like, going down the line. I'm like, ah, fuck it. A basket of peaches, some mushrooms. Oh, uh, what else do I like? And then like somebody comes and taps me on the shoulder and like hands me a bag and he's like, hey, here's your uh, here's your grocery or whatever. And I was like, oh, I didn't actually buy those. He's like, yeah, I know, I bought them. And I was like, oh, thank you. And <laughs> and he was like, yeah, no problem. And then he just walked away, and like I immediately started getting choked up. <laughs> yeah, because like, someone was actually really genuine and nice. Yeah, he didn't even have a phone out like I was a, like he was filming a homeless person eating a sandwich or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like good people, and it's like good food, and it just like makes you feel good like the entire experience. I think that's why I keep going, you know? It's just like, that's awesome. Yeah, it brings you closer to uh, your food and to the people who make the food and not just like dreading going to the fucking grocery store, which I mm-hmm. hate doing. <laughs> yeah, I think you've mentioned that before. God, I hate it. It sucks. <laughs> Dude, the last time I went to Walmart, this is a true story. The last time I went to Walmart, I'm at the end of the line, right? I have a very specific uh, way of doing walmart where i get all the non-food items first right doesn't matter where it is you know i'll jump around mm-hmm. from like kitchen utensils to t- 
to, uh, and then uh, and then I start at the top, the very back, and like I get my milk and I work my way down every single aisle, even if I don't need that aisle because I'm a fucking sociopath, and mm-hmm. um, and I stop right before frozen, and then I go back all the way to the end and I get all like the deli meats and the meats and the cheese and stuff like that all the way back to the the frozen. And I, get, I like, and then I go to the produce, and so like I'm at the produce. This is like the very end of my like anal retentive schedule, and I'm walking behind. Like I turn, and I'm just like for five seconds walking behind this dude who's drinking out of a quick trip cup. He's like slurping because mm-hmm. he's at the end of it, and he just like crop dusts me loudly. Oh, <laughs> oh my! God. I'm like five feet behind this fucker, and uh, <laughs> and it was just like a cartoon fart noise, and. I immediately did like a heel spin and just walked the other fucking direction. So luckily, <laughs> I didn't like I didn't get any of the like the sensory consequences of it, mm, except good. for except for the ear holes, which was enough. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it for a very long time. Um, <laughs> fuck Walmart. But uh, <laughs> I never got crop dusted at the uh, the farmers market. Only my vegetables get crop dusted there. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> So that's, that's so shitty. Yeah, it was really shitty. Ah, it was disgusting. Um, do you guys uh, go to farmers markets? I'm sure I've been <clears> to some, <throat> but uh, the one in Eureka was only like it was never when I was off work, which was weird. I imagine the one in Eureka is like it's got to be like four stalls, right? It can't be that big. It it started out that way. It's over um, where the old, the old high school was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, parking lot, right? Yeah. So it was really small, but it's, it, it got really big. So I remember driving by it in the mornings, and it, it's probably like 15 or 20 stalls. Oh, that's substantial. Yeah. But I not regularly, no. I have not shopped at farmer's market. Dobby? I, I, I like going to farmer's markets, yeah. When I, was in, um, when I was in Seattle, I actually, where I was, the apartment complex I was in was on every Sunday right on the street below my apartment. There's a farmer's market every single Sunday, so obviously I go there every Sunday just to walk around. And look at cool shit. Uh, one thing I like to buy at farmers markets is cool soaps that people I'll, make. Yeah, I love cool soaps. I love cool soaps too. I haven't found a good soap place here. I had mm-hmm. one in Springfield, but not in Charlotte. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. You, oh, there's a good gift idea. If you ever don't know what to give me, give me cool soaps that people make in their garage. Uh, that's super fun for me for some reason. I don't know why. That's very surprising for you, David. Yeah, yeah, I love it though. I'm just like, oh, look at this cool soap I'm using, and I'm never like that ever. Yeah. Is is that bergamot? <laughs> I was like, wow, this, I don't even know what the fuck this is. Is that a word? Yeah, I'm going to use it. I, I made my own soap one time. Yeah, I think you're telling us. Yeah, yeah. Didn't, didn't it come out, like, really weird? Some of it did, yeah. But it was, it was <laughs> I used it. I mean, I definitely used the shit out of it, but yeah, I made nice. my own soap. Nice. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, but then uh, we'd, we'd travel around to different night markets, or not night markets, uh, farmer's markets in Seattle. Like, they'd have, like, different little areas where they have it and they do that a lot in Taipei although I feel like a lot of times they they, they don't call it farmer's market mm-hmm. they call it a night market which is almost like a farmer's market except a little dirtier <laughs> okay like a little dirtier yeah and they, they actually have like buildings that they have stores in on this like street that they do but then they also have stalls and shit with you know your vegetables and fruit and then they have like weird like fake watch stall Right next to the fruit, you know what I mean? Okay, so that's it's almost like a bazaar, a little mm-hmm. bit. Yeah, definitely, definitely a bazaar. Yeah, and they they have tons and tons of those in Taipei. So every every weekend you can go to a different night market. 
and uh, look at all the weird shit that they do. That's kind of cool. I've never seen one of those. Mm -hmm. it's, it's super cool, yeah. If you guys ever come to Taipei, you gotta visit a night market. It's like all the rage. Nice. Mm -hmm. It's so hot. It's <laughs> super hot. And there's tons, well, yeah, when I first got here, there's tons and tons of people. It's like packed to the brim. So be comfortable with touching other people. <laughs> yeah, but then COVID hit here, so people stopped going so much. Hey, there you go. Mm -hmm. As long as they don't crop dust me, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I'm sure they are. They probably don't even mean to. They just can't help it. It's like I'm stuck in here for 30 minutes and I gotta go, you know, I gotta, gotta go. Sometimes you get it too. Mm -hmm. But luckily there's carts that sell stinky tofu. And so you'll never smell those farts over stinky tofu because it literally smells awful. Stinky tofu? Stinky tofu. It's the worst smelling thing I've ever smelled. I thought that tofu didn't have a smell. Is it the shit that they're putting on the tofu? Yeah, the shit they're putting on the tofu. It's like tofu. some chili paste right. or something? No, no, it's not chili paste. I don't know what the hell it is. Some rotten shit. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it <laughs> smells awful. Stinky tofu smells so bad. I hate it. I mean, just the words itself. Stinky mm -hmm. tofu. That's not fun. Yeah, not fun at all. Yeah, stinky tofu sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I like farmer's markets. Yeah. Ali, I suggest, uh, Tulsa definitely has one. I suggest, um, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. You, I suggest finding one and uh, checking it out. It, it's, a, yeah. it's a great time. Nice, it is my dislike, right? I believe so, sir. My dislike. All right. I had several things I was trying to decide, but I think I'm gonna go with my dislike this time is being a coward. <laughs> yeah, like being afraid to do something. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's very specific. Like, like this past Monday, I went on like a hike. And, um, but it was, the hikes in Taipei are weird. But like I had to take the MRT, the subway, all the way down to the end of the blue line. And that took like 40 minutes. And then I was like, okay, now I have to try to find this trail on this mountain. And, like, I was going up and, like, going on the street. And I was like, this is looking more and more private. So I was getting more and more, like, uh, should I really be here? <laughs> and then, like, finally, like, I'm like, the trail should be around here somewhere. Somewhere around here. And then I, like, look and I see this weird tiny staircase going into this wall. And I'm like, is that it? And I go and I look up and I swear to God, it was like the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> and I was like, so like I, I go into it and I'm walking for like a quarter mile. It's like a really long, it's a really long trail. And I was gonna like spend my whole day doing it. But I swear to God, there's tons of spiders and there had to have been tons of snakes in there somewhere. And there's mosquitoes were eating me alive. And also I swear, I'm not, I am not a spiritual person at all. But there is some fucking spirits in there. <laughs> and it felt like I, sh I was breaking the rules. So I was like, fuck this. The quarter mile in, I just turned around and like went back. I was like, I cannot do this. And as I was walking back, I was very disappointed in myself because I was a coward. Well, I don't know, man. Like, uh, this is, with the spirits thing, maybe you made the right choice. Yeah. Yeah, the spirit thing was weird. Like, I never feel that kind of shit. But this one, I was like, whoa, this is some weird voodoo shit going on up in this in this trail yeah that's that's very strange uh, i don't know if i've ever had that feeling before it was weird people put like things hanging off of trees you know like those ribbons you see in scary movies 
Yeah, uh, yeah. They're like hanging from trees. Like I'm like, what is that? And then you go up more, and there's this, like this weird well or something. It's like a well, and then it was like just creepy as fuck. I was like, what is in there? And I just look in. It's just like sticks that people cut up, and they oh, put in there. I, I don't know why they're like putting it in there. Not to light it on fire for sure. Not in the middle of the fucking jungle. And so I'm like, keep on going, and then like spider web after spider web keeps on hitting my face. And then like more and more, I'm like, I shouldn't be here. I don't want to be here. And then like I was like, there's a, there's gonna be a snake. And then I saw a gigantic fucking spider, and that's just not happening. And then I look at my legs, and I have like, I've only been in there for like you know 10 minutes, and I have like 15 mosquito bites on my legs. Oh. And I'm like, no, dude, I can't do this. So I got scared and I left. Is that, is, is that even scared or just like sensible? Yeah, um, I don't see, think that makes you a coward. Yeah. I think that's very reasonable. <laughs> see, I had a long time to think about this and I thought about that too. It's like, does this just make me smart <laughs> to not be in there? But then I think about like my attitude <coughs> on life. I'm a very like, you know, like, oh, we're all going to die one day. But then I'm too scared to walk through a forest. It's like, obviously, my self-conscious doesn't think that. Like, my self-conscious wants me to be alive. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, it's like, okay, you're a coward, so go away. Yeah, so my self-conscious obviously doesn't, wants me to be a coward and stay and survive. But, like, I don't know. So, that, that's what made me a coward. And, like, like you guys said, maybe it's just sensible because I don't want to get bitten by a snake. And, you know, I was thinking about it. Like, no one wants to be by themselves on a trail in the middle of the fucking jungle and be bitten by a snake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't. That's that'd be a bad way to go. <laughs> well, that and what you described is like the beginning of uh, I feel like several horror movies I've seen. Oh, oh my Definitely. gosh! Yes. It was scary, man. And by <laughs> yourself, and it was like I've, nobody had been on that trail in years. It was just like scary. There's like fallen trees, and like I had to walk up a giant hill to get to this trail in the first place. So I was already really tired, and then I passed like these old people that were like enjoying their cigarettes and their their beer in the middle of the day and they're like you know i'm like a foreigner a white dude so like they see me and they all just go silent and look at me and i'm like oh, 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 oh. <laughs> so i just walk by fast walk fast by them so i'd stop getting stared at it was like i was too scared to go on that trail so <laughs> i left and i felt bad that i was too scared to go any further <laughs> nah, man. Sometimes you just gotta call it. Yeah, no, that was. A, yeah, but I don't like being a coward. I wish I was just like balls to the walls, like fuck it. You only live once, and like just like I'm gonna do this trail and be like, yeah, I, I conquered this trail. But no, I didn't <laughs> conquer. The trail conquered me. Yeah. I think sometimes that's okay. Like, yeah. yeah, it's sometimes like that attitude will get you killed. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think I that's think, the difference between being like, uh, like. Uh, Someone who understands their more their uh, mortality. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like I could die if I keep on going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I probably wouldn't have died. Just watch out for snakes, and don't get bitten by a spider, which might be hard because yeah, there's tons of fucking spiders. Haunted. Don't bring home spirit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that's just not real. <laughs> I'm going to say it, but I still felt it, and it scared me. So I I left. <laughs> I felt it. <laughs> And I never feel that shit, but this is this creepy-ass... And, you know, like, I took the subway there, so obviously it's around a big-ass city, because Taipei is... They divided it into two different cities for some reason. One is called Taipei City. The other is called New Taipei City. And so, 
I was in New Taipei City, and I would, like, cross this busy-ass street, and then I'd go up this hill for, like, five minutes, and then, like, I'd go, I don't know, I traveled, and it was, like, just 15 minutes up this hill, right in the middle of the city, but the second I go into the jungle, it was just silence, and, like, there was nothing around, and it just, all the noise just stopped. I was like, what the fuck? This is creepy as shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's but terrifying. Probably, yeah, yeah. That was definitely scary. And oh, and bamboo, really tall bamboo makes unnecessary noise all the time. It sounds like there's something up in there. You know what I mean? It's like, and you like look up, like what was that? And it, was, it was it was nothing. It was just bamboo swaying in the wind, but it makes really loud noise. You know what I mean? <laughs> so yeah, it scared me. <laughs> but I was thinking about like in the U.S. Have I ever been scared to go on a trail in the U.S.? And the answer is no. I've never been like I probably shouldn't do this. Every single time, I'm like totally confident. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna do this trail. There, trails definitely no, but city situations, yes, for me. Like oh, there's really? there's certain city situations where I'm just like, yeah, I should not be here, and I'm gonna book it. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, cities are a little different. There's people there that I can fucking be take, mean. They're gonna be mean and take your stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, cities a little different, but trail, all you gotta worry about is nature. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, 90% of the time. But but have you guys, you know, read some of the stories about people like on the Appalachian Trail and mm-hmm. like they're like crazy fucking people who kill people on the trails? Yeah, I've have read about that. Like, Shit. It happens. Shit, my mom just told me about a girl who was like 200 miles away from finishing the Appalachian Trail, went off to take a, a pee like and was like look for a private area to do so. And uh, got lost and fucking died. They found her like two weeks later. Oh my really? god! Yeah, Jesus. just a, a pee break near the end of her trail. That's tragic. Oh it's, my god! Wow, that's horrifying. So yeah, man, that can happen. Mm. Definitely, yeah. and I think, like, I know it's not a jungle, jungle, but it's still pretty. It's way more jungle than the fucking U.S. So I, I'm not used to the jungle, <laughs> yeah. and so that that's a little more scary too. <laughs> Well, do you have any other uh, circumstances when which you were a coward, David? Mm, I was trying to think of that, too. Like, when I was too scared to do something, like, physical like that? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever been too scared to do something like that. I've never known you to be, for sure. Mm-mm. No, I'm just like, whatever, we're all going to die. I'm going to go up here. And I just do it. But this one, yeah, it was too much. <laughs> like, I was immediately had fear in my heart the second I walked into that trail. It shook you. Mm-hmm. It did shake me. How far away from it, your house was this trail? Oh, really far away. So did you just head back home? Uh, no, there's this cool, awesome park by the river that you can go, like, all the way outside of New Taipei City. So I just tra- followed that for, like, five hours. Oh, okay. Yeah, see, mm-hmm. if... if- if you hadn't done that, if I was in that situation and I hadn't done that and I just, like, went back home, that would be mm-hmm. awful. I'm just like, yeah, okay. yeah. You'd be thinking about that shit the whole right, whole way home. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, you see, you salvaged it. You went to a nice, safe area. Yeah, yeah, safe area where <laughs> there wasn't, like, demons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that, that was better, so. Yeah. And plus, almost anywhere I go in Taipei, it's like, I've never been there before, so it's all an adventure. Right, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. So, not bad, not bad. But, yeah, I can't think of anything. Have you guys ever been too scared to do something like that? Um, 
No, but I also know my limits and stick to them. Mm. Yeah, I think that's kind of where I'm at, too. Yeah. There's this one story that you told me, David, where you and your friends went and uh, camped in the desert without a tent. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you woke up with a... Or I think it was in Kentucky, actually. And you woke up it with was. a tarantula on your chest? Yeah, no, no. It wasn't It wasn't me, and it wasn't a tarantula. It was a scorpion. It was Steven. Steven woke up with a scorpion on, uh, sleeping with him. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, was that, pretty, that was pretty freaky. Screw that. But, like, it was that story... The way I realized was like I would never ever camp without a tent. I just wouldn't do it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because I would be totally freaked out if I did. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so, I guess I don't ever have to come face to face with my cowardice because I just don't do it. Yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, that was a good time. Though. I, I didn't really think about scorpions to be honest. Probably should have. Yeah, sleeping outside without a tent. So many bugs and shit. I don't know why I was so okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, thank mm-hmm. you. And I think about that too. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. If, if I was 18, I probably would have just died on that trail. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I would have kept on going. Yeah. But now that I'm, you know, not, I'm like a little older. I guess. Uh, I know. I know. Our mom would say that we're just not stupid anymore. We just make make sense. Like like I was saying, like we're just uh, aware of our mortality. Well, yeah, and she would have a point. <laughs> yeah, she would. She would. That it would be stupid. But I made I made a a vow to go back in the in the winter, which is not very wintry here. But there's less spiders and snakes and shit. And um, I'm gonna wear long pants and I'm gonna go on that trail in the winter. Yeah, see, back. that's smart. You go back with the tools needed for the for the mm-hmm. adventure. Yeah, long pants, long sleeve. It'd be good. Cool. See, that's admirable. You overcame your cowardice. Not yet. I, I might not ever go back. I'm just saying that's a plan. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I told myself when I was a coward. (laughs) Okay, well, if you stick to your guns, then all that stuff applies. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) All right, Ellie. Uh, Home. Yeah, bring it home. Give us that that final uh, positive, that final like. My like this week, and uh, it's pretty short, pretty sweet. Um, we always say that, and it goes on forever. Yeah. But uh, it's escape rooms, and I know you. I, I think I know you, John, have done one. David, I don't know about you. Yeah, I've done escape rooms. Like, yeah, you seem like an escape room kind of guy. Oh, I, d- I, I did one with John. Uh-huh. Okay. My first one. I had mm-hmm. never done an escape room until uh, Tuesday of last week. Really? And uh, yeah, my first time. Because okay, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I've been hesitant because I was like, what if I can't fucking solve anything? <laughs> like, you know, I've been scared. <laughs> that I'm just gonna be an idiot. But I, I got to do one um, for free because the game master, the person running it, it, they had to do a test run. And so my friends and I got to do a free one. And nice. uh, it was so cool. And uh, like, obviously I don't have any other escape rooms to compare it to, but it was so well done. And like the puzzles were really intricate and they made, they made everything like uh, in-house. So it's all like, they made it and created it and it's just it's just so cool and i love like this like this like some of the simplicity of the puzzles and then some of them are so complex and so cool and i love being able to solve them and they just like come together especially when you work with a team that's really well like you can just mesh mm-hmm. i had a really good time doing that what was the theme it was um like a 1906 ball winchester's winchester's widow and it's the guy that created uh, the Winchester rifle. I guess it's based on like a real house 
and it's like a house that has a bunch of like doorways, almost like you know H. H. Holmes, the serial killer. Yeah. But like she had this house built, and it was just like there'd be like hallways that led Winchester Mansion. Denise just told me, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, she had like this house that would um, have hallways to nothing, brick walls, and it was just crazy and intricate. And so in this, you're trying to figure, you're trying to get into like the inner sanctum. And like, it's just really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah, that sounds like an awesome theme. Yeah, if you guys are ever this way, we'll have to go do that one because it was so cool. Like, oh, I don't want to give it away. I don't know that you ever come here, but the first, the, like, the first <laughs> puzzle you have to solve, it's like a musical notes, and you're trying to help the conductor do something. And there's like these little statues, and you have to like touch the conductor, and he comes up with like six different instruments. And it took us forever to figure this out, but like, it's playing all six different instruments in succession, and you have to figure mm-hmm. out. I finally figured, I, I was so proud of myself. I was like, okay, I got this. Because I got to figure it out, and it was just like, um, you listen to what instrument was first, and so then you knew which order to hit them in. Mm. Or, oh, okay. Like, to uh, trigger the, the other statues. And that was really cool, and like, it's just so cool to be able to figure out, like, puzzles. I don't know. I, I love puzzles, mm-hmm. and like, it was just cool for it to be so hands-on. I've never done anything like that, so... There aren't a lot of experiences that are really like an escape room, you know, um, that I can mm-hmm. think of anyway. Um, I, I really like them too. I'm a huge fan. Um, I've done a, done quite a few now. Um, the the girls know I like them, so they take me a lot for you know like birthdays and and uh, fa- uh, f- our version of Father's Day. And yeah, uh, just like watch it, like collecting little tidbits of information and like putting it all together and trying to make sense of it and then like getting really excited about it once you finally make a connection with that information and then use that to unlock this thing which unlocks this thing which does this thing it's a uh, super exciting when all yeah. those fall together and yeah and a good theme uh goes a long way i think because i played some like i played some escape rooms that were just kind of like if they were fun you know because of puzzles but it's just like the way they put things together, like it was kind of sparse and the theme was kind of lame. It yeah. it made it like not not nearly as cool as it could be. Could could be probably my favorite uh, escape room that I've done is the one I did with David over in Lexington. Uh, but like we started off chained to um, a bed, mm-hmm. like a just like a wire frame of a bed, and then we had to like break free of those chains and then saw the escape room and it's like really creepy. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, was cool. It was really it was a really good one. Um, but yeah, and I like all the people dynamics of an escape room too. I yeah. hate, I hate to an escape room with strangers. Yeah, I don't know um, how it would fare with strangers. It's not, it's not very good. I don't like it. That, have you ever yeah. done one with strangers, David? No, no I never have. I it's, think the only one I've ever done was with you. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Well, try to. I don't know. Try it. Maybe you'll like it. Maybe you'll like the randomness of it. But like, I, I like, I like going with people I know. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I tend to not like strangers, so I, yeah. I'd rather go with someone I know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and especially like all of a sudden have to work with one. I don't even yeah. like working with coworkers. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, yeah, yeah. But I, I, like you said about the dynamics, I like that, like the study of that about escape rooms. Like, you learn like who's the smart one and who's not so smart. <laughs> and like, like me, I'm not saying I was smart. I was not the smart one. I was more like administrative assistant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like I would. Someone would get an idea, and I'd keep that idea here. And then someone had another idea, and like keep that idea here. And when their ideas, I could like move them around. I was like, oh, I think you had this here. Let's try that. But like, I didn't come up with the idea. I just took someone's idea and straightened it out. 
You know what I mean? Like an administrative assistant. Yeah, he, yeah. that's a really important role to play, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but John, John was the genius. He's just like, what's this? He's like, saw that no one else saw. And so he would like get this idea. He's like, what's this? This is blood on the wall that spells, you know, it's just like, yeah, like yeah. how the fuck did you, how the fuck did you come up with that? <laughs> I would never, never be able to do that. <laughs> I, I was really impressed with, uh, with our group because like, we all kind of like, I thought like one person would take more of a, the lead than others, but we all, I feel like we all played a really pivotal role in figuring it out. And that was, that was super cool. Mm. That's good. So. Yeah. A, a good escape room will have like several things that you could do at once. So you can kind of splinter off. Like this one person is looking through the like Dutch to English, uh, translation book you know yeah and like there's something in there while the other person is like looking through like slides of old bones and shit like that you yeah. know and so like you're off in these little corners collecting information and then you come together and you're like oh shit i need three numbers and you know <laughs> and then like so you have that exchange of information so it kind of like fosters team building even if like somebody is like better at finding clues than others you know right mm-hmm. Like, unless you mm-hmm. just, like, sit your ass on a couch and don't do anything, like, you're going to have something to do in an escape room. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Yeah, because it's, like, it's cool watching, like, the, uh, like, kids get excited about solving puzzles like this, too. You know, it's, like, yeah. you know, they might get frustrated, uh, but, like, when something really clicks for them like that, then it's, like, it, it just sparks joy in their eyes. And, uh, I don't know, I like that. But, uh, That's good. But, yeah, I've gotten the shit scared out of me once at a scare room. Or, uh... So, really? escape room yeah i mean it was vampire themed so it makes a lot of sense mm-hmm. but um but they had like when you get close to the end it's like you're supposed to like break into this jail cell to get to this coffin and inside the coffin was dracula and you had to like kill dracula basically before dawn came or uh, nighttime uh-huh. came and um and we're like okay cool let's let's go kill dracula <laughs> and but what we didn't realize was that they had this shit on a fucking spring <laughs> oh, yeah so like once you open like the door or whatever like Dracula just like burst out of the coffin and it scared the shit out of me <laughs> I was not expecting it <laughs> so like so, that's awesome yeah they really got me but so sometimes so escape rooms are pretty scary <laughs> yeah this one this one in Tulsa is like I don't know they went all out like there's one there's three different um, themed ones at this place and uh, one of them, I guess, is like some sort of Egypt theme, and they ha- they literally flew in sand, or like bought like real sand to put Damn. in here, and it. This is wow. this escape room sounds pretty legit. I have not, like, the, even just like the puzzle with the the instruments alone. I have never seen anything like that. And that was the first, the like literally the very first thing to solve. Um, wow, nice. So I mean, like I. I know, like, there's really no reason to come visit Tulsa, but if you're here, we can go do all three of them because they're well, yeah, going to be worth it. I mean, you're, the, you're, you're there. You're there, so now we have a reason. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. Oh, God. No, 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 no. We're friends. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it was so, in my first experience, so I'm kind of worried that they're all going to be like, oh, after that. But it was, they are very, very well done, so. Yeah, cool. that place sounds legit. And, yeah. um, but, yeah, you're going to have some good ones, you're going to have some bad ones, but none of them are going to be boring. You know? Okay, yeah. At least in my experience. And well, I've done... Her... Sorry. No, you go ahead. I was just saying, I, I know I've done quite a few. Um, I think I've done, like, I don't know, it's like six or seven escape rooms. Damn. Nice. Yeah. Sorry to become a veteran, sir. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> what were you going to say? Oh, I was, uh, I was just going to say that uh, next time we're all three in Tulsa, we got to do two things. 
We gotta do an escape room and we gotta eat a motherfucking Whataburger. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie, have mm-hmm. you had Whataburger yet? Yeah, yeah, plenty of times. But like since you moved there? Huh? Oh no. What the fuck? Well, it's kinda okay, far. Listen. No, there's one I think there's one in downtown. No, it's in Midtown. Mm-hmm. I think there's one by the hospital. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. You gotta super. you gotta go, because I, I wanna I've been wanting to eat at Whataburger for like ten years. It's been so long. Dude, me too. <laughs> that's <rough. laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's not it's not it's like super far, but like uh, it, it's hard because Denise suggested the other day, but I was like, can you even eat anything at Whataburger? She can't eat bread right now, you know, gluten. Mm. And I was like, I don't think you can even like you eat French fries, <laughs> like yeah, a, a, a shitty chocolate shake. Yeah, but I, you're right. I I totally should eat some Whataburger. <laughs> yeah, get thee to it. I'll murder some Whataburger right now. Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm not even hungry. Uh, I, I would eat an entire meal. <laughs> <laughs> so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That oh, sucks. We can, we can There's no way I'm eating it. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. I can, I can freeze dry one and send it to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> now I'm definitely going to come visit Tulsa. I wasn't sold on all that other shit, like escape rooms and you. <laughs> but, but now that we know the water is there, are you kidding me? Hell yeah. <laughs> hey, bro. You can go to Waterburg and bro. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, so uh, thank you for listening into episode 37 of Hear Us Out. Um, it was a good one. It was, it was nice. It was good. It was nice. It was a constant. It's constant. Extreme. A constant and supportive. Ellie? Yeah. Do you think, did you like it? I loved it. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Great. I'm so glad. Um, if you liked it and you loved it and you thought it was a constant stream of supportive goodness, um, you can send us your, you know, your compliments, your comments, and your questions and your topic suggestions to where out. You can email us at podcasthearsout at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at podcasthearsout. Just look for the sad balloon. This was episode 37 of Hear Us Out. I'm your host, Allie. This is David. And I'm John Paul. Thanks for listening in. See you guys next time. Oh my god, it's <laughs> smoldering in here. Yeah, it's warm. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say hello? Hi, guys. Hi. Hey, guys. How's it Hi. going? I'm well. How are you? We're good. I don't know why she's talking like that. We're good. I, uh, he just came and said hi when I was in my raid, so I came in here and knocked on his door and said hi while y'all were podcasting, so my apologies for interrupting, but hello. No, you're good. We're in, we're in between topics. So That's perfect. No problem. No problem. I'm just going to pray to... welcome just, anytime. Thank you, sir. I'm just going to pray to God he doesn't, like, edit this and cut out the section and put it at the end like he does sometimes. Yeah, yeah, he's going to, like... Or, like every other word to make you say something completely different, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I'm I'm the dumb one for saying that yeah, that's because the now thing to say. I've just yeah. given him the idea, so definitely, so he's definitely doing it. Hello, all of the listeners. Yeah, so, yeah he's right. gonna say he's gonna say listeners, hell <laughs> is on you, you know. <laughs> oh God, and then I'm gonna write an email about how I didn't say that. So. <laughs> I swear to God, then you look more guilty. Cause... <laughs>
denying it. All right, guys, this ending is getting too long. We better cut. So. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Love you guys. I'll catch you later. Love, love you. Bye. Bye. Oh my god, it's smoldering in here. <laughs> Please don't put that at the end. <laughs> I love you. I love you too. Depends on how at, funny it is. At the end, will you please put, please don't put that at the end? <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs>